Some things happened in this episode that I need to educate myself on. No finks. No no finks. Actually, Julian was a fink this whole episode. But no one said fink. That's true. Yeah. No finks were... I think not. Uttered. There's the word I'm looking for, yeah. Yeah. I think not. I think not. Okay. Okay. I didn't mean for that to shut you up. (laughs) Silence! (laughs) Well, then I was going to be like, we should probably actually... (laughs) We should probably... like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we probably should. (laughs) That time is so funny. Just shut up, you like. Oh. Sorry. Yes. You don't want to land. You don't want to land. You don't listen to the clap. Yes. Okay, are we ready? Yes. Okay. Hello, and welcome to River Tales, a Riverdale recap podcast where one of us doesn't watch the show. That's me. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Kiana. And I'm Elaine. And today we're recapping Season 7, Episode 8, Hoop Dreams. Swish. Are you ready? Is this about basketball? Yes. You're correct. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, I'm ready. Give me two truths in the line. Yeah, you already got one truth, so are you feeling lucky? Uh, yeah. That's what they you're say gonna, in basketball. You're going to win. You're going to shoot all the hoops. You're going to score. <laughs> the same thing, but yeah. yeah. I'm going to dribble. Yeah. Rebound. I'm not going to travel, though. Swish. Swish. Yeah. Off the rim. <laughs> Dunk? None of us said dunking, right? That's a big no. one, right? Yeah. 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 Well, number one. <laughs> Cheryl and Tony start going steady. Oh, okay. Number two. Jughead and Tabitha go on a movie date. Oh, okay. Number three, Reggie and Betty have a study date. So many new or returning characters. Yes. Or did or they? Are... <laughs> How will you know? Or did they? Or is it all a trick? Yeah, better not be. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the first one is happening too fast. I'm going to say that's a lie. Correct. Okay, yes. like, all right, great. Yeah, they talked about going steady, but it didn't actually happen. So yes. progress. Mm. Mm. She's trying to swish. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that was, that was, that's better. much yeah. better. <laughs> we only know about basketball through High School Musical. Give us a break. <laughs> so we mentioned High School Musical for like three weeks in a row. That's kind of shallow. <laughs> I have three jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but they're good jokes. Yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so you were right. All of those characters are back. So Reggie's back and Tabitha's back. Great. Um, but yeah, Tabitha's been like going on that tour. You know, she's been very just like discouraged by a lot of things that they've seen. She's been shocked at how so many like black people have been treated mm-hmm. like around the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been very like eye-opening for her. Um, and it How hasn't long has it been, been as like a couple of weeks at this point. Like a, I would say a couple months. months. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and it's like it didn't go badly, but not as well as they'd hoped. So they they didn't solve racism. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's not over. So. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's back, and she you know comes up to Jughead, and she's like, "Hey, weren't you the one that was supposed to help me with my homework and like getting me all the assignments?" But that was Jughead 
pre oh right Tabitha, and Tabitha like, in wiping this his memory time and everything is, is different just, Tabitha. yeah different Tabitha. yeah not guardian angel Tabitha that's so wild that that happened this season yeah I know yeah but he still like must have some foggy memory of it because he yeah. was like oh my gosh he's like I forgot and he's like I'm so sorry he's like I've been so busy I didn't even think about it and she's like so it's fine is she allowed to like come back to school <laughs> yeah yeah because she's been mailing in her homework I don't know just doing it on the road and then turning it in later what, or like a carrier pigeon but she said like she tried to talk to Featherhead and like it didn't really work as well as she thought I don't know I guess she just like missed a couple months of school, no she basically. said <laughs> she great. said it worked better with Weatherhead than she thought oh Featherhead. okay so I guess she's getting yeah. an education she said it, it's somehow. been it's been working fine <laughs> okay so. no further questions <laughs> yeah don't, don't question it yeah. she's back and she's fully up to speed she knows yeah. exactly what's going on of course yeah she's Tabitha she's a yes. wonder woman and so they're talking, you know, because he's like, oh, and she's like, well, what have you been so busy with? And he's like, oh, well, I'm like writing comics. And she's like, oh, cool. Like, that's awesome and everything. And they're just like chatting. They find out they both like sci-fi. Whoa. And so he's in very intrigued, you know, and he's like, well, actually, I know like Brad Rayberry. Do you want me to introduce you? You know, she's really excited. And she's like, would that be like weird or anything? And he's like, no, it would be negative perspiration which i guess is no like sweat. no sweat right i was like do people really say that that sounds like a jughead is amazing i think so i don't know that's a stretch though yeah right. like as three people who were continuously stretching for jokes especially in the first three <laughs> minutes of this episode i mean yeah 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 but it was interesting yeah. apparently it's not weird to tabitha though because she's just like cool yeah and they still have such a, a good chemistry and a spark together that's like yeah. so sweet and pure i just like love seeing them together again yeah they're so cute so um, do we still think jughead is like kind of asexual or he just like hasn't met the one i think maybe it's that he hasn't met the one because i think he's i think him and tabitha are gonna be endgame yeah that's the vibe i'm getting so i think Already? because i think because well just overall in the show sure yeah so i think because yeah tabitha if they wasn't brought her there, back yeah also i don't know about endgame i feel like this show even like this season so far has been setting couples up for like an episode or two episodes and then it's like oh yeah. now we're over yeah like, i feel like that's what they did with jughead where it's like we're gonna try you out with a couple people but in the end you're just gonna end up with tabitha but it's like you get that feeling of like okay he got yeah. it out of the system or you got it out of your system you weirdos watching <laughs> want to see everybody kiss <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess we'll see but there's um, definitely a spark there he also yeah. had a spark with betty in that the kissing episode we have to remember <laughs> so i don't think he's actually asexual I you think mean just... the orgy episode <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> I think he just wasn't interested in Veronica because they're not meant to be together. Yeah. That's just so bold of you to say. It's just facts. <laughs> <laughs> just facts. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, I feel like Jughead, I feel like he does seem to, like, get along really well with pretty much everyone. Yeah. You know, it's like... And he's just not, like, girl crazy. Yes. Yeah. He's not Archie Andrews. Yeah. So he's just, like... Which is it's so other interesting things. that he's being fawned after. Because he doesn't seem to have that kind of same, I don't know, sex appeal, maybe? I mean, he's handsome, though. Yeah. Okay, you know how and last season, like, after the time jump, he was looking, like, haggard? Yeah. And we were making fun of him? Like, he looks <laughs> good. Like, he's in his prime right now. He like, is. Personality-wise, mm-hmm. he's got, like, a good energy and vibe, and he looks great. Like, yeah, and honestly, I feel like... I feel like Jughead 2 would be a lot more interesting to talk to than Archie. So it's like, yeah. if you want to... Oh, by a mile. You know? So it's like, if you yeah. want to, like have a conversation and, and like, that's have also that. part of like the appeal too yeah. yeah so i feel like that's why a lot of people are interested in jughead yeah mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but they try to go to um, Brad's house, but... Little got... do they know. They just find all that milk. Well, yeah, they knock on the door, no one answers, so they just, like, leave a note. But Jughead's like, well, I know they're playing, like, a sci-fi movie at the Babylonium. He's like, do you want to go? And Tabitha's like, yeah, I do, actually. He's behind this, so he could ask out Tabitha. Yes. <laughs> yes. So they go, on a, they go on a date, and Jughead orders, like, eight different kinds of candy and food. Oh, great, yeah. And I was like, this is, like, comic book Jughead yes. that we need, because yes. he's like... I want, I want sh- this and this and this and this and this and like, this. Like, I want shaggy levels of weird wheelbarrow. Yes, yes yeah. exactly. And he orders, yeah, like eight things. And he's like, Tabitha, do you want anything? <laughs> <laughs> also, it's- all the candy was like knockoff names. Like, yes. instead of Kit Kat, it was Skitskat. <laughs> I know. I was like, I why did they one. choose that name? What about like like senior, senior mints? There was like there some- senior mints. Yeah, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And like three buccaneers instead of musketeers yeah, or something like that. Margarine thumb. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> mm. These would be fun to write. Yeah. Yeah. And after the movie, they go back to Jughead's train car. <laughs> and Tabitha brought a book with her that she wanted to give Jughead or wanted him to read by, like, her favorite author. And she's like, there's this one in here. Like, he's, like, her favorite author and he's, like, a black author. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so she's like, there's this one in here that I thought you should read. The Comet. You know, because Jughead's like, oh, what should I start with first? The Comet. The Comet. I know. It's, like, interesting. And she's like, yeah, it's about this story where the Comet comes and destroys everyone except for two people. And they're, like fall in love and the ones like white the ones black and one of them works at a and diner and she's from chicago <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and she's like a joke is like yeah that sounds really good i'm excited to read it and she's like well what if we like read it together out like loud? an incantation <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh. yeah, right no i know no. I'm like more just like a date like, yeah but it's just like oh yeah i love she's... going on dates where i read a story out loud with someone <laughs> what they no. both like literature no i know she's just, she's just like that sounds on. like a trap okay wait what wh- can we get into it? Like, yeah. What are you guys yeah. thinking? She's she's just she's dropping a handkerchief, a huge one. She's being like, I want to like read this little intimate story together for a date about a couple that sounds kind of like us. No, but about the comet. getting together. But about the comet. Oh, thing. the comet's like a total like writer's thing, but Tabitha doesn't have that context. Are yeah. You sure. Though? Yes. What this if is... she is? No. What if I... she died out there on her little tour, and then this is this is angel. angel this is guardian Tabitha. angel Tabitha inhabiting 1950s Tabitha, or just just as her. I don't know. Oh, I'm. That's a possibility. It could be because okay, this is. I was gonna get into this later, but. I have been wondering because from the first episode before Tabitha left, she's like Riverdale needs to bend towards justice. Um, justice. And we haven't seen any of that this season. And I've been kind of being like, I'm like, where are we going with all of the stuff going on? Because nothing has pushed it that direction. I think it has. It's subtle, but... I mean, a little bit, but I feel like not... I feel like the past couple episodes we've been dealing with this whole... Everyone's horny, but no one can do anything about it. Yeah. Kind of, like, that's been the theme, which I guess is just what they wanted to do for yeah. couple episodes or something, so. Because I feel like more this episode, I feel like you see more of that, like, bend towards justice. But yeah, the last few episodes have just been like, we're all horny, yeah. pretty much, you know? And I'm just like, what are we doing here? But, no, I do wonder if, yeah, your theory, if it is... Angel Tabitha. And she's like, you guys are like, doing enough. Yes. Put your she, pants away. Yeah, if she or, is um, like... I don't know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put your pants away. Put your pants away. 
Though I do wonder if it's that or if it's just the fact that Tabitha may have left some clues in there, like the comet, that maybe Tabitha, this Tabitha is picking up on subtly. Mm. And if there's some like influences it's, it's a prophecy there. sort of thing and she's like being guided in that way or something. Not so much like a prophecy, but more of like, you know, because this story is about like this interracial couple. And she <laughs> said it's like the first ever in print or like in sci-fi that like had an interracial couple. You know, and so like... Do we think this is real? Probably. Okay. Yeah, but I like... I think they've been dropping in a lot of like movie and literary references yeah. mm-hmm, that are legit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, I'm like, oh, maybe that's like something that Angel Tabitha, you know, is like, read this story, share this story, like try to change the social narrative in that way and make this normal, you yeah. know? I, I don't know, that. but I could see that. that's kind of my... Yeah, so we don't see them read the story, but I guess they read the story and they stayed up all night talking and reading. And so they go back to Brad's house the next day um, to like check it out. Mm-hmm. And the doors open a crack. And so they like go inside and the sheriff, Sheriff Keller's there and like everybody with like his body on a gurney. Oh. And oh, so we don't like, see how it was like. You no, know, and Jughead's like, what? What happened? And he's like, oh, or like, sorry, we have to tell you this, but. They said that he hung himself and left a note mm. saying that, like, he couldn't go on living this way. Yeah. And Jughead didn't arrive on time. Yeah. And Jughead <laughs> is like, mm. doesn't seem I right. Know. Don't seem like Ray. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or Brad? Brad. 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 Whatever. Ray Berry. Ray Berry. Yeah. So, I mean, he doesn't have any evidence, but he's, he's sus. But he's for sure dead. So our hopes of him not being killed were dashed. Yeah. So Jughead's alone again. Oh, but he has yeah. Tabitha. But yes, he has Tabitha now. And his other nerdy friends. And Ethel, who's but just, somewhere. I just mean, like, <laughs> no, like, parental figure. Yeah. Only, like, he's, yeah. like, an alone teenager again. Yeah. But that opens up the window for Epi to come back to. <gasps> yes. Obviously. Please, snake daddy. Yes. <laughs> so is Jughead, does he go into, like, detective mode, or is he not really like this? It literally, that's where the episode ended. Oh, So okay. it's like, so we don't get anything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. We'll see next week. Yeah. I hope him and Tabitha are going into detective mode. Yes. Yeah. Do a little, like, season one thing of, like, him and Tabitha instead of him and Betty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and him and Tabitha did that a little bit in season five, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, two throwbacks. Two yeah. throwbacks. And wow. I feel like they're doing a lot of callbacks to season one, like, yeah. kind of similar things, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I could see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, subplot... Veronica bought the Babylonian movie theater, right? right? Yeah. And she's telling everyone who will listen. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> um, and she's just bragging about it and says that she's looking for some more employees. So Kevin comes to get a job at the movie theater because he loves the movies. And also plays there. And also Clay is there. Yeah. And also he's not on the basketball team anymore, so he yeah. needs something to do. Mm-hmm. To keep him straight. <laughs> yeah. No, just with his just free something time. To do. Yeah. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. fun. Something to do. Yeah. For Which him. is a problem I can't imagine having. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Good in high him. school, right? I definitely had free time in high school. I would have been like, oh, I could do something on the evenings. Especially yeah. like before like senior year. I mean, I got a job in senior year, but like before then. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like a lot of school activities didn't go that late. Yeah. At least the ones I was in. Yeah. So I definitely could have been in that place. Yeah. I forget how Kiana was in high school. <laughs> I'm like, can't relate. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't not been stressed since the seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, Kevin's <laughs> fine. <And so he's laughs> Just like Kiana, who's fine. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets a job at the movie theater. And Veronica's like, this is great, actually, because you're friends with Clay, right? And Kevin's like, 
Yeah, we're Oh yeah, we're, I guess she doesn't know about they no. have they really interacted this season yet much? Veronica not a ton. Not like one on one. Yeah. Just the last episode of working at the movie theater and making their little commercial. Yeah. No, I mean Veronica and um Kevin. Oh yeah. They've been in group settings, but not like oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Veronica's like, actually this is great because I think Clay is so cute and I have a thing for him and you can like suss him out and see if he likes me and he's interested. Suss him out, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin's like, huh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really think you're his type. You know? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like long hair and, and boobs and stuff. I'm so. <laughs> yeah. into that. Yeah. <laughs> Not because he's gay or anything. No. <laughs> He just doesn't like that. Yeah. I mean, that's basically how their conversations pan out over a couple scenes. Yeah. Yes. So. Well, great. Yeah. And then eventually they're like cleaning up the movie theater. Yeah. And Kevin. Oh, I was going to say before that though, Veronica is like laying it on thick with Clay. Yeah. Like whenever he's doing anything, she's like, oh, like Clay, mm-hmm. Clay. Oh. Or like even like the one scene when he's like leaving, she like grabs his hand and she's like, Clay, could you please like consider Picking up what I'm putting down. Oh, yeah. and he's just, handkerchiefs. Yeah, yes. yeah, and mm-hmm. he's just like, help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she's really like playing this up. Like, yes, I want you, Clay. Mm-hmm. My like relentless. Yeah, she's like pumping liquid butter on herself, trying yes. to attract him in any way she can. Yes, for real. Yeah. She's just very confident this whole episode. Like, also, I mean, we'll get to the whole Reggie thing, but she was flirting with Reggie hardcore. Yes. And even Cheryl was like, chill, Veronica. (laughs) Like, straddling him or what? She should have. With her mind. With her mind. I love a powerful woman. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, kudos to her. She's got confidence, and she's yeah. not phased. Is that kudos With rejection. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like now that she is a businesswoman, as she's yeah. telling everyone, she's just like, I'm unstoppable. Yeah, she's a high schooler who owns a business. Like, yeah. yeah. In the 1950s. In the 1950s. And a totally woman. Totally accurate. Yeah. And a woman, lest yeah. we forget. Yeah. But anyway, so, it comes around to the scene with her and Kevin in the movie theater, where Kevin's finally like, he doesn't like you, because he doesn't like girls, and neither do I. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He kind of just all came out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Literally. Literally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Veronica's like, I knew it. I knew you two were secret friends of Dorothy. Oh, yeah. What does that mean? So friends of Dorothy is like kind of code um, gay people would use in the 50s because Judy Garland was this like big gay icon. And so oh, like she yeah. would like have friends who were her queer or whatever. And you would say, oh, are you a friend of Dorothy? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cute. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. Yeah, I wondered I wondered if it was, yeah, Wizard of Oz Dorothy. Yes. So anyway, Veronica was playing him the whole time. She really just wanted to confirm I was gonna say. that they were gay. So yeah. she put on this whole ruse. Yeah. Which was kind of douchebag. Yeah, she kind of like forced them out of the closet. She did. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, she's really happy about it. She's like, right, oh my yeah. gosh, I'm so glad you guys are gay and I love hanging out with gay guys. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which again, call back to season one, like the pilot where Veronica was introduced to Kevin and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm glad there's somebody gay in this town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, I never know if that's like, like played for laughs with the character where it's like, oh, you're one of those girls who just like says, I love gay guys, you know? Yeah. It kind of feels like that. Okay, yeah. Especially yeah. now. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, and like she said too, she's like, oh, she's like, every day Riverdale is just feeling more and more like home, like California. So I feel like there is... And I felt like that seemed honest, too. I feel like for a little bit of that, she's like... 
the, oh, it's thank goodness. genuine, but also like a little cringy. Oh, yes. 100%. Yes. Yeah. But I can't blame her. Yeah. You know. And it's like, and also Veronica is just nosy. And I feel like yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's just like, I just want to know. Yeah. Just for she's myself. And I yeah, want to entertain not tell anyone, myself but getting the information out. I'm not just yeah. going to true. That's true. Yeah. I'm going to play gonna a game fun. with people for three days. Well, she's bored. Yeah. Yeah. She just runs a business and goes to school. She's mm-hmm. rich and bored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. So, and she also does ask Kevin, she's like, do you know if Clay happens to like swing both ways? And Kevin's like, no, he doesn't. And neither do I. And she's like, okay, well, just checking. <laughs> so we do know confirmed. Yeah. He's gay, not bi. Okay. Because you wondered that before. Did I? I yeah. wondered that. Or you wondered that. Okay. One of us mentioned I'm it. Sam. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's confirmed too. Mm-hmm. So now we know all their secrets. Yeah. Yes. So I feel like they're going to be a little like friendship trio. Maybe, yeah, I can yeah. see that. Like, yeah. Maybe she's like the beard for both of them or something. Yeah. Or, I don't know, one of them. I don't know. Moving on to other couples. We had Tony and Cheryl. So things are going well between them. And Cheryl, after like one of their practices, you know, Cheryl's like, hey, like, what would you think about like if we went steady? You know, and Tony does not respond well to that. And she's like, I don't know. She's like, going steady is for squares. She's like, I'm not really a like commitment kind of person, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's like, I don't know about that. And so Cheryl's just like really awkward about it. And it's like, okay, um, that's fine. You know, she's like, but really we kind of already are. So it's (laughs) fine, you know? And Tony's like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. So, and that conversation doesn't like go super well. And Tony's like, um, I just like need some space and everything. And so Cheryl's like, okay. What? It seems very unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But because when Tabitha comes back, she asks Tony what she's been up to, too. And Tony's like, oh, I'm like a cheerleader now. And Tabitha's like, okay. She's like, since when are you a cheerleader? And she's like, have you been writing still? And Tony's like, no, I haven't. Just cheers. She's like, oh, I guess I really haven't been. And so, like... Tony is feeling like she's not herself when she's been cheering. And so she's like, I need to focus more on like my writing again. And so she quits the Vixens. Oh, and that's when she like quits. And that's when she was like, we just need like a break. She's like, I don't feel like I'm being true to myself. After all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like have a conversation. I know. Whatever. All right. No, but she's like, I don't feel like I'm being true to myself being a part of the Vixens. And so then she um, gets Tabitha and Clay together, and she's talking to them, and she's like, I want to form, like, a black literary society at the school mm. for, like, us to, like, publish stuff and share our voices. Yeah. And, you know, and Tabitha's like, are you doing this on top of cheering? And she's like, no, I quit. <laughs> and they're both like, why? <laughs> and she's like, well, things didn't work out with Cheryl, so I decided to quit. And Clay, like, keeps, like, pressing her with that, and he's like, why didn't they work out? And she's like, oh, we're, like, we're just so different. And he was like, me and Kevin are really different. And she's like, oh, well, she's, like, white and rich, and I'm, like, black and, uh, like, greaser, you know? So mm-hmm. she's like, we just are in completely different worlds and everything. And Clay's, like, not having any of it. Yeah, he's like, that's the power that you have. Yeah, and yeah. he's just like, it doesn't matter. He's like, do you want to be with Cheryl? Like, she, you know? she made a point to be on the Vixens because she was the first black Vixen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she was like, nah. But now she tells everyone that she joined the Vixens because she liked a girl. Yeah. And that's how she... I think she's kind of having, like, a little... 
identity, identity crisis, crisis but yeah. also getting scared of her feelings for yes. Cheryl and right. wanting it out. That's yes. what I feel like is that she's getting scared about her and feelings making for excuse. Cheryl. Yes. Yeah, like now that she's chased the mouse, the mouse yeah. wants to... Um, well, in, which Lizzo told her that she always does. She would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Tony, I feel like, yeah, she's just, like, scared of how she's feeling. I feel like mainly. Obviously, like, she is listening to Clay, and she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, maybe there's some truth in that. Maybe. You know, maybe? So after that, she goes up to Cheryl, and she's like, hey, like, would you be willing to, like, kind of, she's like, you're a student body president and everything. She's like, I want to start this new organization. She's like, could you help us, like, organize a fundraiser or something so we can get the funding to start it and try to get it approved through, mm-hmm. like, Featherhead. You know, and Cheryl's like, yeah. She's like, that sounds like a great organization. And she's like, I want to help you with that. And, you know, she's being very, like, mature about everything, too. You know, and she's like, but she's like, I do have to get it approved through Featherhead, so that might be kind of hard, you know, but she's like, but I'll try. And then when they're talking, she's like, also, she's like, Tony, she's like, is one of the main reasons you broke up with me because I'm white? Oh. And Tony was like, well, there are, there are multiple reasons, but she's like, but yes. Mm-hmm. And Cheryl's like, okay, you know. Can't do much like, about that. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, she's like, I'll help you get your club, you know, and she's like, I, you guys need that. Mm. And so she gets the money that they need, and she kind of sidesteps, like, Featherhead, which she's never done before, like, ever. Who, uh, Cheryl? Cheryl. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, because she was like, I want to help you, and you guys need this. And Tony, like, I mean, through all of this, you can tell she, like, wants to say something to Cheryl, but she's like, uh, I don't know how. And so when Cheryl's, like, leaving, she's like, wait. She's like, Cheryl, do you want to meet at the dark room after school? You know, and she's like, and talk about maybe us getting back together and where we can go from here. Mm -hmm. And Cheryl's like, yes. (laughs) She's like, of course. They're going to have a little chat. Okay. Rekindling. Rekindling. ominous, though. It sounds like something's trickery is afoot in the dark room. To me. It did not play that way in the episode. Mm. But we'll see. Maybe there will be Are trickery. Are you saying I'm wildly speculating something, Elaine? <laughs> no, I'm saying that you're suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> Me? It's one of your main character traits. Suspicious. According Always to a BuzzFeed quiz. No, it was a your difficult, uh, like difficult person or... quiz. Yeah. Yes. And my main one was I'm suspicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which yes. tracks? I mean, it does. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Case in point. Interesting. <laughs> see where it goes from here oh so that's the end of their storyline yeah i think they're gonna go back on the mend oh and i'm gonna guess that they might go steady soon oh yeah i feel like tony will be open to it now Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. she's finally like admitting how she feels yeah Yeah. we just needed some tension in between so it wasn't just too easy yeah what on a television show yeah can't be easy i don't know i feel like they're doing it on purpose or something it does feel like that sometimes. <laughs> it's almost like everything happens at their whim, you know? Yeah. Like somebody's just like writing a story. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it's know. It's so crazy. It's just like amazing how things just naturally happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Sam, you want to get to the basketball. I you want, want. Yeah. Where are these hoops dreams? The hoop dreams are coming <laughs> these at hoops, you. These hoops dreams. So. We all know the highs and lows of high school football. Yes. Right? Yeah. 
But oh, I'm so ready. the Bulldogs basketball team mm-hmm. only knows lows. Oh, yeah. No. They're, They're not bad. good. They're not doing They're good. How is that possible? I mean, they're not like terrible, but they just like keep losing. They're not good enough. <laughs> they're just, terrible, like, but they keep losing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they're not doing too hot. Okay. Yeah. So Frank decides they need a new star player. And he's heard about this farm kid who's a high school dropout. Herman Hogan? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or no, what was Ler- it? Lerman? Herman Lerman no, Logan. Logan? No, Lerman Logan. Lerman Logan. Lerman Logan. Lerman Logan. Yeah, okay. Ridiculous. <laughs> this show. <laughs> and I'm like, why Logan Lerman? I know. Yeah. We'll never know. We'll never yeah. know. I would, if I go to like Riverdale Con sometime, that's like, going to be my that? question. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to ask KJ Appa about <laughs> yeah. It's like, is he a secret fan and ask you to do that? <laughs> we'll never I, know. Anyway. Yeah. But anyway, so... He learned about this farm kid who's a dropout who was, like, a really great basketball player. Super tall, super fast. Mm -hmm. They call him Reggie the Blur. Oh, Reggie. Duh, yeah. Because you don't Mm -hmm. see him coming. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so Frank goes and tries to Mm -hmm. recruit him and gets Reggie to, like, enroll at Riverdale High and join the basketball team. Was he, like, homeschooled Mm. or something? Well, he was um, playing basketball for Stonewall because they'd recruited him. Oh, sure. Okay. But his... He, we find out later that he left because they were not nice to him mm-hmm. and like bullying him. But also, his dad got injured in the war and couldn't really work on the farm as much. So he dropped out of school to help his family with yeah. the farm because oh, okay. they need the money. And so, the reason he's also on the Bulldogs is because the Blossoms offered to sponsor him for the team. So they're giving him money to be on the Bulldogs. Oh. So that way. And he's getting to go back to school, too. Sure. And so he has a shot at college now, and it's like helping his family with the farm. These mm-hmm. are the hoop dreams. Yeah. Yeah. His, <laughs> yeah. Dreams. his ticket to college and a better life and providing for his family. Yeah. I like how yeah. you're both like, yeah, Sam, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the dreams. <laughs> so he's also staying with Archie while he's going to school. So they're like roommates now. Which oh, is cute. that's fine. Ooh. Which also, I just have to mention that Reggie, 50s Reggie, is yeah, I was gonna ask about his look. the biggest departure from personality of anyone yeah, so far. really? He's so calm. He has, like, He's, this deeper, like, almost hickish accent. Not hickish, but, like, country kind of accent. Yeah. Sure. But very like soft-spoken, quiet. Not it, causing trouble. It's like those old movies where like a loner ends up on like a ranch and it's like, yeah, I don't know much about <laughs> the yeah. big city, but I can <laughs> hog tie a cow faster <laughs> than the river in Missouri. <laughs> the river in Missouri. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that was Reggie's exact dialogue. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what he said to Veronica when she asked if he liked the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was less hickish, but that's kind of what he said. He's like, we don't have movies where I'm from. Yeah, it's like, we don't have them. We don't have a TV set either. Yeah. Um, so, and have? Reggie is, yeah, he's, like, he honestly, like, so calm and, like, soft-spoken, but also, like, a nice person, you know? Yeah. Like, not that's just, That's why like, the departure is so wild. Yeah, I know. Because yeah. has he ever been good? No. <laughs> no, because Julian kind of, like took the place of his character who Reggie has been yeah. the rest of the show. Yeah. And so now Reggie gets to like be reinvented. And I yeah. think it's really interesting. It is. And it's like Charles Melton too, I feel like seems more like Reggie than like fifties Reggie, based on at least 
our games we've played in the past. <laughs> <laughs> wow, throwback. So I wasn't gonna say it, but yeah. So I feel like it's Wait also. Wait till Lizzo hears. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! This one of the season to do that game. Yes. Oh my god. But so it's or, also. Should we play Lizzo or Lizzo? <laughs> Man, I wish she'd talk to her because that would be fun. Right, yeah. But, no, so it's also more interesting for me because it's also really different for him as an actor, I feel like. Right, yeah. yes. So yeah. it's really it, interesting. It's showing his, his like, role. We learn a little bit more about his family. So his mom was from Korea. His dad's from the U.S. He was born here. He explains mm-hmm. this to Archie because Archie just, like, flat out asks, like, so you're Korean, right? <laughs> yeah, you're from Korea? Yeah. At least he got it right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. He didn't say, like, China or something. Yeah. yeah. Archie's very well-intentioned. He's just uh, naive. He is, yeah. yeah. Yes. He's only got a few working bulbs. It's like, yeah. it's yeah. like with Kevin when he didn't know, but it's, like, still, like, I feel like Archie this season is honestly pure of heart, you know? Yeah. It's like he really is trying to be a good person, but he just doesn't... He's just a little dumb. He just doesn't know yeah. what's going on in the world. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that... that this whole thread of him being like mixed race, being Asian, kind of like plays a role throughout this whole storyline. Mm-hmm. Like going back to his days in Stone Mall Prep, part of his being bullied was like his very first day on the team. He opened his locker and it was filled with rice. Oh, yeah. And the biggest bully who laughed at it was Brett from Stone Mall Prep back He's in back. the Jughead days. I absolutely remember him. Yep. <laughs> Is he. The, the twigs and skull guy? Yes. Yeah. Is that yeah. the right thing? Quill and skull. Quill and yeah. skull. Excuse yeah. me. Twigs and twigs. skulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his like Jughead's roommate. How do you guys remember these faces? They all look, they all just well, look like, I, I mean, you see Sam when you watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What? You can do that? <laughs> you see them for like 20 episodes. <laughs> and then you know what they look like. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, apparently, though, yeah, it's like Stonewall and his whole life, he's never been accepted anywhere because he's mixed race. Mm. And his dad, he, when they're like eating dinner with like Archie's family, too, you know, like Archie's like, why do you need money? Like, shouldn't the GI Bill like pay for your expenses since your dad was in the military and is injured? Mm-hmm. And apparently, they don't qualify either because. Because of their race? Because he's in an interracial marriage. Oh. They, they didn't like say Which, why. Reggie was just like. Why do you think? And Archie was like, oh. Yeah, he and was so, like, we don't qualify. Okay. I so I guess, yeah. This There's something racist afoot, but I don't yes. know the technicalities. Yeah. So but anyway, Archie's trying to bring his new roommate into school, introduce him to everybody. He brings him to his pals in the student lounge. And Veronica's like, Archie, who's your strapping flutterbum of a new pal? Flutterbum? Flutterbum. They use it a lot. She uses it a lot this episode. This whole episode, flutterbum. There's like, where are they, where are they getting these 50s slang? This episode had a lot of slang. It was honestly a little annoying to me. Yeah. Well, it's just the fact that, because I'm assuming it keeps changing. Like, they find their, like, new word of the day each episode kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah but this one just, like, everything they said was, like, so 50s It was almost yeah. a little too much. Yeah. It's, like, a little too on the nose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's fun. Sure, Or maybe, yeah. like, a little, like, stereotypical, too. Like, I don't know how much people use those phrases. Like, like inchy. But, like, really to into. watch, like, yeah. Riverdale current season, if they were saying lit and... Fire yes, and, exactly. Yeah. Notice how all these slang words are like ten years old because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is now. Mother. Mother is mother slang. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
I was like, you used that today. I did. Am I <laughs> annoying? <laughs> no, couldn't be. Well, you no. didn't use it five times in 20 minutes. Yes, used it once. You should have heard me on FaceTime with my gaze the other, like, <laughs> like an hour ago. <laughs> so, Veronica's into Reggie. Reggie's like, I'm not interested. He's like, you're weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's also just, like, not interested in making friends in general. Like, yeah. Archie tries to get him to go out to burgers with the guys and he's like no i have homework like i'm just here to keep my head down i don't want to like make friends Mm -hmm. but he is a little bit interested in betty because he sees her through archie's window and he was like who's that oh Mm -hmm. and archie closes the window and he goes oh we're actually supposed to have our blinds closed that's just betty and he's like don't ask why (laughs) yeah and he's like why do you have your blinds closed (laughs) yeah okay she's scary she she haunts him yeah yes yes but then he meets betty and Betty has also been forced to join the Vixens this episode. You know, last episode it was like the dance show. Right. Her, mm-hmm. yeah. Now her her therapist, Dr. Turtle, and her <laughs> yes. parents agree that to to suppress her urges, she should get more exercise in the form of cheerleading. Yeah. Obviously. That's and what it was join for. a team called the Vixens. Yes, where she won't but... be sexualized at all. <laughs> no, but we'll be surrounded by women though. Yes. Yes. Not men. No, yes. but lesbians. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she's forced to join the Vixens, which she's not really into, but like, whatever. Uh-huh. And they all get paired with a basketball player to like bake cookies for them and help them with their homework and like wear their jacket. Yeah. What? Yeah. I know. And Betty gets paired with Reggie. Oh. And so they're having their little study date. And Betty's like, I'm kind of forced to be here. You should tell me what kind of cookies you like so I can bake them. And, and he's and, like, don't do that for me, please. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's like, not interested. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Betty's psychotic. What? There's just like this unhinged interaction <laughs> between the two of them out of nowhere. How does it even start? Oh, it starts because she's like, yeah, I like have to be here as like punishment for my parents. And he's like, why? What did you do? And she's like... Oh, well, I, like, flashed my underwear at everyone on TV, like, Marilyn Monroe style. She's, like, proud she's of it. she's so proud of it. And she's, like, yeah. And she's, like, well, you're going to hear about it anyway. So she's, like, I'll just tell you. She's, like, yeah, me and Archie also had, like, a little peep show. Well, if you could call it that. But, you know, like, across the, like. She's, just like, expunging like, this information. Telling yeah. him everything. And Reggie was, like, like, oh, is, is your TV thing why you have to keep your curtains closed? And she's like, no, that's because of our peep show, actually. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> is she okay. like, is she bragging or is she just like kind of saying it matter of factly? She seems like bragging about it. Like, but she's, she's like trying to also be like embarrassed about it, but like own it, you know? It's so strange it's what they're doing so with Betty. I don't weird. know what's going on with Because like Betty. last yeah. episode, it's like, yeah, she's like kind of standing up for herself and like maybe using that sexuality thing to like rub in her parents and be like, I don't care. You guys shouldn't either. It's yeah. really not that bad. I don't know. Maybe that's what she's doing. I, I think that's what she's trying to do, but she's like, it's kind not, of awkward about it's it. It's really awkward. Yeah. And Reggie just gets up and leaves. He's like, um, I'm going to go. I don't need help with my homework. He's like, where I'm from, we don't flash our panties on TV. Like this isn't my thing. Reggie doesn't flash his panties. <laughs> no. <laughs> What are they doing on that farm? Yeah. <laughs> they're keeping, they're putting their pants away. Yeah, <laughs> pants put them away. away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Betty's, I don't know about Betty this season. She also, like, is the least 50s-y to me. Yes. Like, I don't know if it's, 
the way they're writing her or her performance. Like, I love Lily Reinhardt. I love her. But she's not, like, convincing me that she's, like, in the 50s. In the 50s. Which is yeah. strange because she seems like the easiest one to put there. I know. But no, whatever like, they're doing with her is just, like, not hitting. And it's not know. consistent. Yeah. I'm not, I, I don't know yeah. what her deal is. Yeah. Besides yeah. just being super horny. Yeah, and even that feels weird to the point where it's like, I feel like a better show would maybe explore this and, like, she explores her own body or something. Mm. Like, has that. Like, now it's, like, interacting with, like, other characters in a way that makes her seem so unappealing. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like... And, like, yeah, just off-putting. Off-putting. Yes. Yeah. But also, I just had a thought. (laughs) To play devil's advocate... Okay. Is this maybe more realistic? Because don't you guys know those, like, people in high school who were, like, being like, oh, I, like kissed a boy like this. <laughs> yeah. Which like, troll did we go to high school with? <laughs> I don't know. Very strong. Come here. You mean you a kissy? Is it the way you're moving your body? <laughs> Who is that? I was <laughs> searching. That's, that's the energy I'm going to use when we go to our high school reunion. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Yeah. We do it at a genius. You know that person who's like trying to be like really cool and sexy and they're just like awkward about it? Yeah. And you're like, oh, Kiana is okay. avoiding eye contact with me. I'll just say that. I'm <laughs> um, not saying she's accusing me of anything. <laughs> no. no, I totally know, no. do know what you mean. Like maybe well, it's kind of realistic that she's like exploring this and she's not like comfortable with it yet. And so yeah. that's why she's coming across as like trying to break about it, but awkward. But I, Betty seems smarter than that yeah. is my thing. Like, it's, like, yes, that's, like, a character trait that's, like, realistic for, like, teenager or whatever. But, like, as we've known Betty, it's just, like, I don't yeah. know. She, yeah. she seems a little smart I, than that, so. I feel like my biggest thing is Betty just seems so immature this season. Yeah. Like, with yeah. what she was saying with Reggie and the way she said it, it just seemed, like, middle school, not mm-hmm. high school. Like, it yeah. seems very yep. middle school-y. Yeah. And that's I'm just, true. like, she's, like, what, 16 or 17. It's, like, weird for her to be acting like that. Yeah. I feel like. We'll see, Maybe. though. Yeah. We'll I, I liked it better when Betty was, like, her... Valedictorian. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Like, I want her to be killing work. the game. Yeah. I know. I feel like she's really just, like, struggling. It's also hard, because but... it's, like, she doesn't really have, like, an endgame mm-hmm. pairing that we are, like, rooting for, I guess. Or yeah. excited about. Which kind of was her trajectory when she was with Jughead. I hate to say it, but, like, them, them together made each other's character better yes and now did. that they're apart it's like hard to I like know. yeah they complemented each other so well yes maybe this new reggie will be a good match for betty maybe we'll like it and maybe he'll like red ready veggie 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 i guess yeah if they're doing Sounds the like uncommon pairings they haven't done before they've never done betty reggie yeah so they might go there for an episode yeah yeah probably, probably just one episode <laughs> yeah. true what about but, Archie and Reggie? Just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. They're bros for life. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They but that was in a different timeline. But they are definitely bros now. And that transcends timelines. And they're roommates now. Yeah. Bros, bros do transcend timelines. That's why they got and each other's back that. now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hoes don't, but bros do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, we find out, too, that the one of the reasons why Reggie doesn't want to make friends with anybody is because he has been bullied so much for being Asian, like, his whole life, and he doesn't want anyone to be able to have any 
like leverage on him whatsoever. Yeah, he doesn't want to be vulnerable with anybody. So with anybody, mm-hmm. or wants to get and like that's why he got so like uncomfortable with Betty too. He doesn't want to be mixed up in her drama either because it would be blamed on him. So he's just like, if anybody has anything and weird or unusual going mm-hmm. on he's like i'm steering clear yeah. of them yeah i'll be at my farm a- hog tying cows faster than the river in missouri <laughs> yeah exactly yes mm-hmm. yeah but you know and he tells you know like you know because there's been drama between him and the other like basketball players like julian has not been very welcoming to him and well yeah because it's julian yeah <laughs> you know and and even the one day when Julian's, like, going through all their, like, stuff before the meeting, he's like, oh, and I guess we need to welcome our new member, Reggie, you know? And at the end of that game, when they'd been, like, fighting and things, and then, like, Archie's like, man, he's like, why aren't you, like, why don't you want to be friends with us? Like, we're all trying to, like, get to know you and everything. And he's like, do you really think so? And he's like, yeah, he's like, Julian, like, called you out. You were, like, the star of the practice. And he's like, Archie... If you if that's how you heard it, he's like you're more naive than I thought. Oh, because yes. he's just like <laughs> yeah. no, people don't like me here. Mm-hmm. And Archie's like, what do you mean? Is it, it Archie being so stupid good for this season? We're, we're I think we're exaggerating. Like it's it's played really more subtle. Sure, yeah. And I feel like. I feel like it does make sense because I feel like Archie was it, obviously yeah. raised in a family that like. You accept people. You don't like judge people mm-hmm. or like demean people. So he in Archie's world, yes. he, that's the normal. So yes. he expects everybody else to be like that mm-hmm. because he is very naive. He's never seen anything else in his life personally. Mm-hmm. So he's like, people wouldn't do that in Riverdale. Yeah, those people yeah. in other places are mean, but not here. And he's gone through his whole life being a straight white male who's yes. like not really. He hasn't faced the adversity yeah. himself. Yes, and now he's learning. No, I think it is good because I feel like mm-hmm. you are kind of. I mean, especially with the, like, bending towards justice thing. Yes, you he's, know? like, a good, um, like, viewpoint through that. Yeah, because yeah. he's like, oh, things are messed up. I need to, like, yeah. do something. I'm just waiting for him next episode. He comes into the, like, the lounge. He's like, do you guys, do you guys know about racism? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of, kind of messed up. Yeah, he's like, this is terrible. <laughs> goes up to Tony, did you know you're discriminated against? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like... What? No, Archie. <laughs> what? Never. Say it isn't so. Uh, yeah. But it's like every episode I feel like he's learning about these injustices mm-hmm. and then doing something that is within his power yeah. to oh. help. Mm-hmm. Maybe Archie is the one, maybe it's only Archie that needs to bend towards justice. Maybe all of this is for Archie. Ooh. I love that. <laughs> he's like their little... Um, Pawn? I can't think of What the... bends? What are things that bend? Bendy straws? Yeah. Because what's the... Never mind. I can't think of it. But it's like like that kind of thing, you know? Or it's like, I feel like maybe if there's one of them that's made significant progress, they'll, it'll put them... It'll be their example. There and it'll put them on the right, the like, timeline. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a theory. I think he's a representation of All society. Of he's the everyman. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I relate to him. Yeah. So much. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we'll see you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Archie also attends the Blossom Booster Mixer. So they throw this big party at Thornhill that's like a fundraiser for the sports teams. Okay. And basically, like, okay, so Reggie doesn't want to go. He goes to the movies instead where he sees Veronica. And Veronica's like, oh my gosh, you came here because you remember I worked here? And Reggie's like, honestly, I forgot you worked here. I just wanted to see a movie. (laughs) Yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> anyway, so he goes to a nice little movie. Anyway, so while he's at the movies, Archie goes to this booster fundraiser, and he gets into a conversation with Clifford Blossom and Frank and the gist Julian. of it. Yeah. And this one random guy who got a lot of screen time, but <laughs> we don't seen. know who he is. He's got like curly hair. Some random basketball player who's not even on the team in the well, other He's shots, a famous basketball player. Maybe. <laughs> he looks short. He had one line, and then the camera kept, like, panning to him yes. for his reactions. I love that. Good yeah. For him. <laughs> <It's weird. laughs> no, I love him. And then they he, like, him. dropped a dollar bill in, like, the donation bin. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he was a representation of society. Maybe he's, like, the one extra they paid a lot of money for, and they're like, put him on lots of times. He had a line. I don't know. Yeah. And, anyway. All right. Well, but the- I'm looking forward to my weekly update about him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Curly-haired boy. <laughs> should we name him? Ooh, we should. Okay. Um, no, I'm just trying to think of any character traits. We can just call him Curly. 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 I like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway. Curly was there. <laughs> we don't know why. Love him. Yeah. But the gist of it was, like, Clifford Blossom was basically saying all this racist stuff about, like, they don't care about Reggie, but they're glad they brought him in because he can just get the job done as long as it doesn't cause trouble. And it was just, like, jerkish yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and just, like... And Archie's just kind of like, like, oh, thanks, Archie, for, like, doing that for us. You know, it's like, I could never share oh, a room sure, with sure, someone yeah. like mm-hmm. him. Yeah. You know, and he's like... Archie was like, oh, this is weird. I'm uncomfortable. And he was, like, disgusted by the conversation. And mm-hmm. he didn't really hide it either. And he was like, um, I'm gonna, I need to get some air. And he, like, left. But Cheryl was overhearing them. I'm not sure what they're gonna do with that. But, like, they made a point of seeing that Cheryl was listening in, too. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And didn't like what she heard. I'm sure about, like, just realizing how racist her parents are. Mm -hmm. So after that, they're out of practice. And, you know, they're doing their scrimmage or whatever when you play your own team to practice. Absolutely. But Frank (laughs) is in a meeting, so they don't have a coach. Yeah, so Julian is going to run warm-ups. Oh. Yeah. If everyone's okay with that. Yeah. But nobody gets a chance to say no. Of course not. And you have to listen to him. Yeah. Yeah. Because nobody ever stands up to Julian. Yeah. No. So they're playing, and Julian is, like, teasing Reggie, and he calls him Banana Boy at one point. Oh, uh... Which... I didn't know. This is this is my Google history. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I knew it was like some sort of racial slur, but like I didn't understand why. It's basically like the equivalent of Oreo, like yellow oh, on the outside, yeah, yeah. white mm-hmm. on the inside. Mm-hmm. So learned that. Um, and Reggie is upset, but he's like, just he's gonna keep to playing basketball. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he's not gonna do anything about it. But Archie is the one who actually gets mad, and he socks <sighs> Julian in the face. Wait, hasn't he punched him before? I don't think so. Who did he punch? No, he Archie punched Julian in the in the student lounge that one time. When? Because he offended his dad. Oh, that's right. Oh, no, it was punch. their mixer with Veronica. He wanted to punch him there. Oh, yeah, it was after, after that. Yeah, okay. Jughead punched him in the hallway one time. Julian's been punched three times and beheaded once. And he's season. still yes. doing it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Archie punches him, and then he goes off on a rant to Julian and to everyone else, and mm-hmm. he's like, we are not doing this crap. Yeah. That's what he says. Wow. Yeah. And he was like, I'm not going to stand for all the racist stuff that you guys are doing. I'm not going to stand for Julian being terrible to everybody and you guys mm-hmm. going along with it. He's like, either we start being a team and standing up for each other now or you can walk out that door. So new team captain. Yeah. Yeah. And he also is like, you guys don't have to be friends or hang out, like, off the court. But he's like, but when you're here, like, we are a team. And we are going to be holding hands for 20 minutes before we start. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So if you're not okay with that, leave now. And then he grabbed Julian's hand. (gasps) 
and helped him off the ground. Wow. Yeah. And they never let go. And then they kissed. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Deleted scene. <laughs> Deleted scene, yeah. <laughs> the two redheads together mm-hmm. forever. Just like the Blossoms want. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little incest. Yeah. Well, they can't make babies. The point is they need more redhead babies. That's true. Incest That's is true. okay if it's a gay couple. That is what Tiana said. <laughs> you already heard the babies. Yes. After that, too, Reggie and Archie are there, and he's like, Reggie, I didn't do this for you. You know, he's like, I did this for our team and for me, and he's like, I didn't want them, like, behaving that way. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, I know you can take care of yourself. I'm not trying to, like, baby you or anything. Yeah. Which I think was a really great point to make in this, like, racism topic episode. Yeah, he's not being, yeah. like, a white savior. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He was like, I, I didn't do this for you. I know you don't need me to save you. I did this yeah. because I was appalled by the behavior, and this that behavior isn't helping our team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so glad that the basketball team is okay, because it's my favorite part about yeah. watching yeah. Or yeah. Okay, not watching <laughs> Hearing about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're gonna do a game that we've done in the past. Um, It's, like, a predictive text game. So I've written out just, like, basic sentences with a lead up with like a character or whatever and then Kiana and Elaine are gonna click through their predictive text until they get a, a funny sentence to cap it all off let's do it okay mm-hmm. my I predict that mine are gonna be better than Elaine's because I take our notes for every episode and my phone tells me Riverdale things all the time that are yes. not appropriate to yes. what I'm texting off hours yeah yeah so mm-hmm. I'm ready yes okay all right Archie thinks it's really swell that Archie thinks it's really swell that the speaker is not canceling Thanksgiving, Skeet Ulrich. (laughs) (laughs) And Archie thinks it's really swell that he doesn't have a favorite. (laughs) It's so swell of him. Yes. Betty can't wait to try out her new... Betty can't wait to try out her new place in the world every day. (laughs) (laughs) That should be on a merch. (laughs) Yes. And Betty can't wait to try out her new home in a small bowl. <laughs> She's just a tiny little bowl of cereal. Yes. Yes. That's her home. <laughs> All right. Jughead is dealing with the turtles, so he comes up with a plan to... Jughead is dealing with the turtles, so he comes up with a plan to age baby Anthony to kill Percival <gasps> for the newsletter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Her jughead is dealing with the turtles, so he comes up with a plan to make sure it's not themed or anything. Because <laughs> that would be lame. Yeah. Yes. Can't have that. <laughs> Ethel is at Sisters of Quiet Mercy, spending her days doing... Ethel is at Sisters of Quiet Mercy, spending her days doing the same thing, and then rise from ashes to another <laughs> appointment. <laughs> rise from ashes. Another appointment. <laughs> um. Ethel is at Sisters of Quiet Mercy spending her days with you after the holidays. Aww. <laughs> That's so sweet. It's like a Christmas card. Like, yeah, happy holidays from, from Riverdale. Yeah. Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Yes. <laughs> Cheryl and Julian are the weirdest twins, especially when they... Cheryl and Julian are the weirdest twins, especially when they dye his hair at the start of the Maple Maiden poppets. <gasps> oh my god! Go back to the poppets. Wow. The Maple Maiden. What the heck? It's I'm so telling deep. you, this stuff was in my phone. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my. Cheryl and Julian are the weirdest twins, especially when they have a good time with themselves <laughs> all over the world. Oh my god! All over the world. All over the world. <laughs> 
Oh, no. <laughs> Incest. Yeah. Veronica loves working at the Babylonian. Her favorite... Veronica loves working at the Babylonian. Her favorite Sundays are a total win for the bathroom stall. <laughs> oh. oh, yes. I knew she was that kind of girl. Mm-hmm. Veronica loves working at the Babylonian. Her favorite is the first thing to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin isn't exactly prospering in this timeline. Maybe he needs to... Kevin isn't exactly prospering in this timeline. Maybe he needs to be in your hands and see what he thinks about the palladium. (laughs) Be in your hands. (laughs) See what he thinks. The palladium. Yes. Yes. Um, Kevin isn't exactly prospering in this timeline. Maybe he needs to get a picture. (laughs) That's savage. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. All right. Thank you for listening. As always, we're really... Thank you for listening. As always, we're Riverdale fans first and friends second. If you want to support the podcast, like and subscribe, tell a friend, or leave us a review. And follow us on Instagram at Rivertales Podcast and check out our merch on Redbubble. And see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.